0: Welcome to the Rogue Unlearning Podcast, where we talk about unlearning beliefs that no longer serve us and much more. We are your hosts, Aisha, aka
1: Shante, and Ejiro, aka Jairu. Join us bi weekly for a new episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rogue Unlearning. Also, if you're listening to the Apple Podcast, hey, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. Wink, wink
0: this is season two episode seven social media in everyday life welcome back guys to another episode how you doing how is everyone how are you Doing in this market.
1: What's up, <laughs>
0: people? <laughs> you know, right now we are still in the panic at the disco, which yes, is aka so. the pandemic. uh
1: They how, don't. How, you how they know, know, people, people call it panoramic. Now, of like course, there's pandaremic. So many
0: different. So many names. Just call it anything. It's it's the panda express. <laughs> it's, it's, it's everything. <laughs> because so what are we doing? Like we're tired. Oh, baby, we are tired. People oh are my days. tired.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Drew. Oh, yeah. Your spirits. I know something's uh, in it. You know, something's my spirit. I know.
0: There is something in the atmosphere. Okay. Oh. So, guys, what's been on my spirit lately? Um, I remember I put a post on my Instagram stories talking about how I'm trying not to raise my blood pressure levels up, but Nigeria wants to kill me. That's their goal. They, <laughs> they want me dead. Yeah, they do because. Over the last week, so many things I saw in the news, I'm like, yeah, I clearly they want me dead. So, first thing on the agenda, guys, uh, in Nigeria now, it's, it's, it's become clear that terrorism is now a business model. Let me explain, because I'm sure a lot of you are like, huh? huh what
1: it's business so. let, let, me, let
0: me explain it's this is now the Aisha. how do we do those cloud services again you know you have infrastructure as a service this is terrorism as terrorism a as a service <laughs> exactly that's this is this is a task this t-a-s <laughs> so the way this works the reason i say terrorism is now is now a service in nigeria it's a business model is we always see uh when like this book are around people when the government finally whatever agreement they come to, you would not see the government come on the news and talk about them as being rehabilitated. They are. They have changed their ways. They are now decent citizens. You know they now you not see them all give them dressed millions in like, of um, You See them dressed in kaftan, all looking very nice and very humble and like you know we pledge to do better. We pledge to Nigeria our country. You see them doing all those trash. So the recent one that happened was a group of students from Niger states in Nigeria were kidnapped again by terrorists. And two days later, the federal government of Nigeria paid them 800 million naira. And then the students were released. And then we saw government officials taking photo ops, photo shoots, these these terrorists. So you're telling me that now, if I go and kidnap a group of students from a school in Nigeria, put put videos online, the government is going to pay me 800 million. Uh And you think I'm not going to... And you think hmm. this group of people now easy money? Yeah, of course, it, it has become a business model, and it made me understand that what the Nigerian government understands is violence.
1: Because the when we carried placards, they, placard, they sent us to jail. When we said inside placards, see the, did you see pictures of the mobility? When people were like, did you see pictures of enforcement? Una no can go around. the insurgency. You know uh. why
0: that scares me? Why the fact that the Language our government understands and speaks is violence. It scares me because if we get to a point where citizens say, Fuck this shit, and everybody goes up in arms, mm. ah, the government will listen, yes, but, but it will be too late. And, and to be too know late, in revolutions and stuff like that, sacrifices have to be made, which means mm. lives have to be lost. Mm. but still it is a scary thought if you've ever read anything about war it is a scary thought and we're already so divided that we have to resort to that level Ah. to get basic life necessities. is scary so that's one the other thing that the government did in this week, this past week that also got my blood pressure up is that in Lagos State in Nigeria they had their Lagos State House of Assembly meeting and one of the, they, they were trying to push the bill of, uh, you know, marital rape. And one of the guys, one of the senators in this house started talking and he said, he said something along the lines of, you know, um so a woman is living in her husband's house and then she says she doesn't want to do it. And then the man is like, you know, trying to be patient. And just imagine if six months pass and she still stays, you no. Know, why would the man not take what is rightfully? He? Who is Shakanda, his? Because I'm I know you're just okay. about to go. Not so, and okay. he's like, why would the man not take what rightfully belongs to him? Why would the woman not do what God put her on earth to do? And also, so she's just going to sit in his house, eating his food for six months without giving him anything in return. When I tell you I clicked off that video so fast, <sighs> Because I
1: could feel my blood pressure
0: going up again. And like I said, Nigeria wants to kill me, but I refuse to die. Okay. So that was the second thing that happened this month. I should just come by and say it's a lot. I know. The third thing that happened this past week with the Nigerian government that also attempted to push my blood pressure through the roof is that our Minister of Defence, I don't even care to know what his name is, an old man, as you would soon find out, came In front of camera, I was giving like a press statement, press release, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, He said that Nigerians are cowards, that during his time, they stood and they fought. And now we're crying to the government, help us, you know, headsmen, kidnappings, all of this. You're crazy. Like, because of small things like this, you people are shouting.
1: Can you imagine? You people
0: are cowards. That's what our Minister of Defense said. That Nigerians are cowards because of small things like terrorism. This is an old man who, his children most likely are not in the country. Ah, yes, yeah, so. Has millions stashed somewhere. His children are living in the village. For Luka. His
1: three generations to come, they will and still be living in money.
0: Ugly soul of an old man stood in front of cameras to say that Nigerians are cowards. Again,
1: Nigeria and he still has his US job, oh. all hey people. Of Let's just has
0: his job. He still has his Nigeria job. Nigeria is not America. Duh.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say somebody just saw Duh. one senator body airplane. They don't. He don't resign. Actually, this guy course, still has we, his we will job. We'll come
0: back to that senator. Let me because that one too is Egypt, but we'll come back to it. <laughs> uh, but this old man stood in front of cameras addressing the nation, saying that calling its citizens its constituents, uh, cowards. Anyways, moving on to this guy, I should refer to. This is Ted Cruz, mm. I believe, or Ted. It's Ross. Ted, Cru- Ted is Cruz? Ted Cruz. Um, it's Cruz, I believe. Popular guy so if, now. for, the, for <laughs> people who do not know, know who Ted Cruz is, I think he's a is a sen is a senator or something in um, Texas under the in Texas state. And when Texas had um, their severe weather, which was extreme cold, they had like a snowstorm, which they they usually do not get. And that overpowered their power grid because people were running heaters and all of that. And so people were left without electricity, without water, without um, lights, you know, power. And this is in extreme cold temperatures because, of course, I also read that because they cut corners when they were doing like their power stuff because in at some point they were trying to argue like oh you know it was too cold that's why whatever whatever mm. it happened but then people argued that in switzerland they don't lose power in colder regions those people have powers, you know, power because mm-hmm. they do. They use the right equipment and the right stuff that is supposed to protect against this kind of weather.
1: So you don't go far in Canada, yeah, that we are thought we have extreme exactly. weather.
0: No, but I didn't want to use Canada so that people will not think I'm biased as far ah, we okay. are living in Canada. But, anyways, um. long story short, this Ted Cruz guy, who also had insulted Mexico not so long ago, who was for building the wall, you know, building the wall during the Trump era, took his family when this code happened to mexico this same mexico you know that he had batched he took his family there and while he was and this was what was so stupid about everything this guy did you wanted to do this as a u.s senator or whatever his position is he did not even have the decency to even fly private so no one would see him maybe they couldn't afford that they couldn't even do one of those, I don't know, maybe even drive out of Texas State to try to fly out. No. They went through regular, you know, TSA, hands or whatever, whatever, <laughs> into the same plane with everybody. And mm-hmm. of course, people were going to take pictures. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Right? And and you when when someone, is your
1: time, man? When, when your village people are finally you, on your case? And this one was
0: really his village people, Aisha, because <laughs> when that happened, when that photo leaked, when people put that photo online, like, hey, Ted Cruz is on our plane to Cancun, someone who absolutely had access to a group chat that they had, like the family had with his wife, because apparently the wife was like the travel agent. I have this flight, I have this, I have this, I have this, right? And then someone leaked the group chat. Oh, I didn't even see that. So it's really his village people, right? And also a lot of Americans also were up in apps because the family travelled and then they left their dog in the courthouse house, and you know how white people feel about their dogs. <laughs> They're pets. Yeah, no but, anyways, jokes. we digress. That is America's problem. Hey! Uh, hmm. But um, Nigeria is not like America where, when people say these things or do these kind of things, they step down from power. Nobody steps down in Nigeria.
1: And to so know that people. The, their jobs. Is it not governor of uh, Kanu State that time that they caught full blown on camera taking bribes? He's he's not, he 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 won a re-election. Sometimes he won the re-election. You know. Yes. <laughs> so let like maybe not start. If you start, it's, it's a so those no are just the end.
0: things that have been on my spirit, man. So it's okay. I'm going to go keep doing yoga and meditation and deep breaths. Yes, deep breath just to, you agree. Know, to bring my blood pressure to a normal level because they will not kill me. So Aisha, what are we talking about today?
1: Yes, like everyone. Hmm. We have problem. We problem have problem. Problem when they finish is like, but this one is a major problem. And mm-hmm. they, so, they, so, like, so, you know, today we're talking about social media in everyday life. We do have a social media problem, um, but also like this is also inspired by two major things. So we have, we have like, uh, so by one of our friends, um, Lily, uh, she manages our social media. Um, and she was like, "You guys need to talk about um, cyberbullying, like, because she was recently bullied on social media." And she was like, "Oh, you, you all have to talk about uh, cyberbullying." And then the second uh, one was a Net- Netflix documentary called "Social Dilemma." If you haven't watched it, people, everyone, please go and watch it. It's on Netflix. It's a documentary. It will blow your mind. And this is also like in the basis of what well, most of the things that we'll be talking about uh, today. So yes, Adrian, let me ask you a question, right? So, so we, we both agree that they, we uh, there's a social media, in short, there's a pandemic, there's a social media pandemic that we don't, we've not really, <laughs> we've not really, it's a pandemic because it's a global thing, it affects everybody, right? So, f- question for you. How addicted are you to social media? Uh,
0: full disclosure, eh? Hey. Ah, uh, okay. Well, hmm. you see that Instagram. that's where my own problem is when it comes to other things like facebook i don't care twitter i'm on twitter most times a lot of time for like security cyber security related news so that's a good thing um and then but instagram instagram is where it is but what has helped me tremendously i must say is after switching over to like my current job um, because the job is so busy and so demanding. I tend to spend less time on my phone during the day. So I only have, like, this few quick five minutes here, five minutes there, and maybe, like, in the evenings, like maybe out of 30 minutes to one hour, right, where I can really, really be on Instagram. But so I think that actually helps, like, reduce my um, – the time I spend on social media. And then because, like, my phone shows me, like, this record screen time – screen time for, like, the week kind of, like, summary – and I'm constantly trying to beat my record, like, beat it, like, lower it's in that sense, I think uh, it's been helping me be less addicted to social media. But for sure, social media is addicting, you know? I'm scrolling through mm-hmm. Instagram, like, I just want to spend five minutes. Let me just see what's what's happening for the last five minutes. And you mm-hmm. look up, and 30 minutes has gone by. <laughs> and that's the way, like, the way in this um, Social Dilemma documentary, the way they talked about it, that's the design. It's designed to keep you scrolling. They need to hold your attention to the screen, and you know they also talk about like how they it's a, they are, they have successfully manipulated human psychology to be able to do this.
1: Like, do people forget? Like, so so elite one one thing. Like, let's let's even let's even let's before we get there, I'm coming there in a bit. You know how we use social media? We like it's free. Instagram is free. Twitter is free. You can come up with a lot of excuses. For why, you know, you should be on social media. Some people use it as their business platform and they're, but they're not really doing business things. Let's be clear. Um, some people like that yeah, So we, we, we can find as human beings, we're like, Oh, but it keeps us busy. It keeps children out of trouble because, you know, now they can be like on their phone. Like, so back in the day, like, you know, when we we're growing up, I don't like social media was not really, really, we had to go right, but it was not like, it was not that huge. The major problem that we had during like my, my time when I was like still a teenager I was teenage pregnancies people were still physically you know together like so now everybody's like it's like you can be together with a person but not physically but not be present you can be physically there but not be present so it's like now the problem that teenagers are dealing with is actually uh depression because you know there's social media there's like because guess what when you look at an instagram post you see a snapshot of somebody's life at a point in time smiling maybe in front of a car maybe traveling you don't see everything else around and so you looking at all those social media posts especially for children who I feel cannot really comprehend yet. It's like, oh, everybody's doing well. Everybody's doing this great thing, and and see my life, see where I am. Then you know, depression sets in. So the 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 depression among teenagers from our time till now has, I think, I already researched. It has skyrocketed, like I think more than two hundred percent, like something weird like that. But again, let's like before I go there, like, just to bring it down, right? So all these services that we think that is free, they are not free, people. They are paid for by advertisers you are the product like literally like we are the product so we say oh it's free twitter account is free instagram is free we are the product we are the ones being sold our behavior is sold guess what this some of the social media companies if not all have like behavioral scientists neuro neuropsychologists who their job is to make sure that you are spending more time on the app spend more time on social media i'm not saying social media is not good for some things but today we're mostly focusing on the negatives and that people should be aware of because i too have been addicted to social like like, sometimes I had to pull the plug. Like, I will, on, I will actively uninstall Instagram, uninstall Twitter, uninstall Facebook. Like, I take, like, I, I, so I have to take a drastic action to say, no, come on. Like, 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 when you, you know, one of these apps, Adrian, that I just talked about, eh, that will show you how many times you've been. I just saw that, like, me, you know, you'll be like, oh, how many times this man if you ask somebody now, how many, how many hours or how many times do you think you check social media, mm-hmm. just be like 10 times a day. <laughs> and then I look at this, oh, how many times you have opened the social media, 100, like, 120, I'm like, eh, on how now like how many hours you spent five hours cumulatively in a day on on instagram or whatsapp i'm like okay there's a problem because guess what all that time that your social media is taking away from your the time you're supposed to physically connect with somebody taking away time from maybe your study time like some of the goals you're supposed to have achieved that you cannot do you know <laughs> baby we have a social media problem
0: oh for sure we do and you know what this reminds me of my dad would always say growing up that there is no such thing as free and nothing is really ever free. And it also just hits home with this as well, because, you know, like in the documentary that um, quote, like, if you're not paying for the product, then you are the product, you know, like we are the product, us being on our screen. That's what they're selling. They need us looking at ads. They need us looking at this thing. They need us on our screen. The more screen time, the more money they can make, Right. And, yeah, so we definitely add the product and uh it's 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 scary to think about it in terms like that, given that you know we're always you know on one social media platform or the other, doing whatever, whether it's promoting something we do or just uh putting a post you know just maybe a post or just keeping up keeping in touch with like friends, especially now where you can't really go out like we've been in this lockdown since forever. That's what those of us here because people in Nigeria are just living their best life. Uh, I know, right? For for us here, we've been in this lockdown since forever. And so, yeah, it's, it's scary to think about, like, that every time we are on our, not necessarily just on our phones, but we're on any of these platforms, there's something, it's designed to constantly keep us, like, keep us there, keep us engaged. And even in this documentary, you know, they talked about how, like, it's a gradual process, like, the way they manipulate our, our psychology, like, our mind in, in social media and the addictiveness of it, like, the way they do that, like, it's so subtle that you would not even notice.
1: You oh, you'll be like, oh, it's just it. social media. It's just, just that one post. Media. It's, it's just, just that like, but then you it's just there. that...
0: Like, not to yeah, say that hours. social media doesn't have its good sides, though, but, mm-hmm. you know, just kind yeah. of,
1: like, yeah. So there was, a, there was a study in 2018 by Harvard University, and it shows that um, self-disclosure on social um, media, like, lights up some parts of our brain that also ignites when when you take an addictive substance right so like you know cocaine or weed whatever even you know it's addict. people are addicted to these days and then then i said and the experts in the documentary reiterate this fact and this and they're like these platforms are designed to hook you in that so when you make a post right you're like oh I got one like. Oh, let me check. Have I gotten more likes? Oh, do people like it? Oh, people are not liking my posts as I thought I should be. I didn't get as many likes. Oh, I'm, I'm, i there's something wrong with me. Like does that dopamine effect in our brain that is, that is designed to hook you, to keep you wanting more, to keep you scrolling more. Like we definitely have like a very short attention span. Like we're like, Oh, this made me happy. I'm on to the next one. I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. That's their business model. So that they keep you engaged. You are on the screen looking at what your friends are doing. Then they can feed you those adverts that, you know, advertisers pay for. Cause that's their business model, right? They can feed. So for every two posts, you get one adverts. For every three posts you get, that you look through, you get, you get one adverts. So that's their business model.
0: Sure. It is. I agree. So, um, Aisha, how do you think now, given that now we know this, right? How do you think this would affect, like, or how it has been affecting, or it's affecting our uh, mental health and uh, the relationships we have with people because we're always on our screens. How do you think this affects us?
1: So let me let me tell you my story. Right. So I talk about being drastic. So I remember I was really young. Like I started using Facebook. I think I was in hundred level when I opened my first Facebook account. This was this is. It's 2008, what, what, 2021? This is more than 10 years ago. I think 12 or 13, my my calculations are right. And I remember then, like, having, you know, accept friend requests, accept friend requests, accept friend requests. I had left many friends. And then I just realized one day that, wait a minute, if I'm not... people You know people always want to chat you up? They're chatting. Everybody's like, oh, if you have to respond to that chat, you know, you're getting those notifications. Like, you're you're seeing notifications that are coming up, that are distracting you. You know, you're trying to focus, but the notifications are coming. And I thought about it one day, like, do I actually really... Are these people really my friends? So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try something. I went off Facebook for, like, one week. Babe, if I tell you that my phone did not ring, the only people that called me was my father and my sister. (laughs) my phone did not ring all these people that are always feeling like they can't do without chatting you up that was my that was the first time that i realized that okay like so actually in my mind i'm connecting i'm having relationships with people but i'm not those are not relationships that's not organic like and so it's like when i talk about the impact let's talk about you know when you talk about mental health it affects, me. like, for me, as, at that point in my time, like, trying, to, I'm still growing up, trying to discover. I entered university at the age of 14. So imagine, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, keep forgetting I was very young. young you
1: I was very young. Like, so imagine me at that young state, putting social media, thinking I have all these plenty of friends that care about me, always chatting with me. And then I'm like, let me try an experiment, and nobody cares. Nobody nobody even said, Ah, you've not been around here for a while. What happened? No but not a single slip, people, I'm telling you, not a single slip. That's when I knew that I'd not have friends and I just reevaluate, you know, who I would call like my friends. And that mental health thinking is like at that period of one or two weeks, it felt like a depression was happening. Like something must be wrong with me. Like because like nobody's checking, even checking eh? on me. Nobody noticed that I was missing. Oh, no, no. So it, it so imagine, like, and, and now I translate it to that now, and where it's like I'm more conscious about it, and my and me, it's more like, yeah, you know, all these things actually that you think are important, you don't have to actually respond to that message. You don't have to like. You don't have to. You can just scroll and pass. You don't have to comment. You don't have to engage, like, all of those things, right? And talk about relationships. I remember g- dating somebody, and we would be together, but we were not together. We would be in the same space. We are supposed to be hanging out, spending quality time. But boy is on his phone. And, and so for me, it's like, I was just like, hey, he's on his phone. Let me to be on my phone. I'm, we're together in the same state for two, three hours, and not a single word has been said.
0: Huh.
1: Like Because everybody is on their phone. Everybody is everybody is in this illusion that they're engaging with other people that are their friends. Meanwhile, the one that is under your nose, you're not giving attention. That's taking away from relationships. And so I've seen people, families who are like during dinner, dinner time, all phones away because nobody should be on their phone. Like, let's, let's sit down. Let's be present. Let's talk about our day. Let's talk about our feelings. Let's connect. Sure. So it does affect relationship. And if you're not in a relationship with somebody who thinks that that's not a problem. Like, what well, is? You know, is your business is their phone? Like, you know, yes, they're engaging with people because there's one girl that's chatting with them or there's one boy chatting with them on social media that thinks that sexy in that in that post they just uploaded and you are yeah, yeah. here. You've not told them how sexy <laughs> you've not told you've not told me yeah, how yeah, sexy man, I am I, today. Yeah. <laughs> so that means the that means the person the person but on the that, I, and the social media appreciates me more. Meanwhile, that's not that's not that's, that's not,
0: not the, not the, the case. case. The person on social media doesn't. Yeah. Move on to the next hot chick now. on yeah, the, the timeline. You were maybe probably number nine. Of the pictures, do you, you get <laughs> number nine? Yeah, <they> like <laughs> 20, and
1: five. 20, 20 <laughs> or five hundred. Don't be yourself. All those ten thousand likes don't mean sh- people have forgotten about your existence. So the people, so it shouldn't take away from yeah, the people that matter.
0: It shouldn't, and I also think that you know, um that's that should be. We shouldn't put so much um, worth and so much value in what people say about us on social media. And mm-hmm. while I can also understand that sometimes social media could be an escape for a lot of people, I also think, and you can have like good friendship, you can find good friendship from that and good like, you know, good people from, from interacting on social media. You shouldn't put so much worth in it. Like, um, maybe you start, you start putting your worth in the number of likes you get on your photos and stuff like that. Because when you start doing that, that starts affecting you mentally. Because anytime now you post a photo and you don't have as many likes as you'd normally get, you start feeling insecure. You start feeling, mm-hmm. would I say, not beautiful. And then you nasty. see you Remember, there was this trend. I don't know, Aisha, if you were aware of this, like people using when Snapchat, Snapchat Filter. filters came. Mm. There are a lot of people, even to, today, there are a lot of people who cannot post their pictures without tweaking it with filters, without you know, fine-tuning something so that then they have this certain way they look. And, but that, I I feel like that can also cause some form of body dysmorphia, where you start seeing yourself a certain way, but you do not actually look like that. You know, maybe you give yourself slightly um, angled cheekbones but you don't have that in real life. Like how that can start messing with you because if that is the image of yourself, you start putting value in. That also means that whenever you look in the mirror, you don't feel like yourself. You don't, you don't you don't believe that the way you look is
1: the way you yes, should. Yes, now because it's not that. be that, that, babe. you remember that joke that they said? Like sometimes you know there was a, a makeup era where people were like people will do makeup and not look like their real self. And then there's this social media era where people are like, if God now send you to send angels to come and give you your blessings, and they look at your social media photo, and that's why they will not be able to find you because they, it has just you just transformed and you look nothing. And then you have to keep keeping up that image that this is how you're supposed to look like. And then you have people actually want to go and do surgeries to look like it's like what they look like with a snapshot filter. filter
0: oh for sure for sure for sure yeah crazy right it's
1: not loving yourself as you are like just the way you are and babe we're, not, babe we're not even started to talk about a different dimension to this problem one of the ways you know some of these apps keeps up engaged is they study our behavior so that means if aisha likes something I can show it to Edro, who is also on a friend list, and she would like it. And that person, that thing can link, and that thing can link. So there's a network. There's a there's networks of networks happening. And before you know it, you look at you know you, you give an example of um somebody um looking at a social media post about uh, a Gate. There was a Pizza Gate era, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, tell the story. Maybe maybe uh, you tell okay, it better. Okay, so.
0: Um, there was this hashtag pizza, pizza gate, and I only got to know about this from the documentary. There was a hashtag pizza gate a couple of years ago, I believe, and what that was talking about was that um pizza. I don't even. It was like it started as a conspiracy theory that kind of gathered momentum and just became crazy. Um, that pizza, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pizza, pizza franchises or pizza shops, where um a front for Um, pedophile rings and they were they had children in basements and stuff like that i don't know where it started from how it started but the thing with the way the algorithm works Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. it works with machine learning now machine learning is you write an algorithm for a machine and you say if this person likes this recommend this right the beauty of machine learning in the tech space is that it is constantly learning on ways to improve itself. Um, the, itself that's the R- algorithm to match this goal that you have set for it, right? So it's a constantly improving process. And in the grand scheme of it, that is an amazing technology, right? Which means you you, you can be more hands-off because this machine is constantly learning. Now, the downside of that in context to this uh platform is let's say you are someone like in relation to this pizza gate, gate again as well and i think this happened on facebook the problem with this, either facebook or twitter the problem with this is now you are someone who is into conspiracy theories you go on facebook one day and you see this hashtag pizza gate thing and you're reading it and you spend time reading it mind you this algorithm also um can looking at how you. long you mm-hmm. spend on a post now, it seems that you've engaged in this post for, like, let's say, 10 minutes, where you would normally spend, like, two minutes on a post. You have engaged in this post for 10 minutes. Now, this is like, oh, bingo, we got what this person likes. Now, they see that you like this post, so they start recommending more posts like that to you. More posts like that to you. So, before you know, your entire feed is filled with, like, this pizza game mm. conspiracy theories. Now, you have 10 friends. And you you have ten friends that like the things you like that like every time you like a conspiracy theory post they like it with you. Now that algorithm would also recommend those posts that you enjoy so much to those your ten friends. Now those ten friends could have ten friends that like that as well, and the algorithm would recommend those same posts to those of that friend. Now you have this network of people that are looking at this pizza game thing, and now they are beginning to think this, this internalize Yeah, this is real. And what happened was that led to a man actually going with. An automatic weapon to a pizza shop to stop this pedof- pedophile ring that was going on in the basement. And by the time they arrested him, this pizza shop doesn't even have a basement to start with. Not to talk of to have pedophiles and children in this basement. Right? So that's how this algorithm works. It's machine learning. The danger to this is now, is, is, the danger to it now in regards to these platforms, this platform is this, there, there are no engineers that can go in and modify this. Like this, This is machine learning. This is constant. The only way to stop this would be to to basically stop the platform, and that that would never happen.
1: That would never happen.
0: So, you know, that's why people are calling for, like, regulations for for these companies, for these huge um, social media companies, platforms. They need some form of regulation because that's how it works, right? Um, That's why you and your friend could be in the same location, but both of you are seeing very different news based on what you guys like online you see something you like just imagine like this is why like you could go you could go like on a site now and maybe you like a post like for example let me give you this example when i joined the Instagram community what happened was i had read a book i wanted to discuss with i did not have any friends who had read this book and i was like huh i've never checked instagram if they have something like this because the day before i had discovered booktube so I'm like, maybe Instagram has a version of this. So I go and I do hashtag book reviews, right? And I start seeing people posting books and reviews on books. And I'm like, wow, oh my God, this is a thing. It's community, yeah. But guess what happened? After liking a couple of those posts, the next, day, guess what I started seeing on my feed? More books posts, more books posts. I started seeing that. And by the time I followed one or two people, I started seeing more recommendations and more recommendations. Now if you look at my feed, 90% of my feed is books but that doesn't mean that the person next to me, like Aisha, for example, is seeing books on a tail. No, because what she likes is different, right? So we could be in the same the same space of like, let's say Instagram space, but we're looking at completely different worlds. We're in
1: different, different worlds. Different different Babe, let me, that's no. That's one aspect. Let me tell you that other aspect that is to bust my brain. <laughs> People, everything is connected, though. Of course. Your bank's is. app are talking to these social media apps. Every your your lift your your Uber you start talking to these social media apps. Your behavior from social media is influencing the adverts you see on YouTube. It's influencing like your lift. It's influencing everything. People like like you you, you people will be like, oh me and you now we should we talk about oh this pot I really want to buy it? two minutes later you are seeing adverts you are scrolling on Instagram you are seeing adverts on it about maybe some pots or like about something. And some people be like, Oh no, nobody's listening. Yes, they might not be listening, but the algorithm has gotten better at predicting you, predicting what like, because guess what? Yeah, your, your behavior, like how the whole thing works, your behavior has been condensed into a certain manner and pattern. And the, guess what? You're not the only one alone. There are 10,000 other people like you. So that means if me with this behavioral signature, act like this, that means this other person that has a similar behavior, real signature, will be looking at the same thing I'm looking at and guess the kind of recommendations those people are going to be guessing. Guess the kind of recommendations I'll be getting because of what other people like me are looking at. And they're not collecting data just from social media. Your search, your Google, your search engines, that are collecting that data, those tracking these things. You're on Lyft app, how you're using it, they're collecting that data. you on your banking app, what you're doing with it, they're collecting that data. That's why you open your Gmail. And you will see uh, adverts from your bank app specific to you. Is con yeah, everything's connected. So we need in a way, I feel like social media is a first step to reducing how much these people know about you, especially your behavior. People are like, hey, I don't have anything to add. I'm not there's no privacy, I don't need any privacy. Let me tell you, it's not just you, it's not just like what you are putting out, is how your behavior can be changed your behavior, your actual behavior, your behavior that you think you have a a, a, a lead on what your core values are. It's how it can be changed and influenced. So I feel like there's a lot less like people need to learn about social media hygiene, right? Which brings up brings it to my next question. It's like what are some of these small changes that you and I can make that can reduce um not just our like Social media footprints where somebody knows a whole lot about me. Sure, they know about my children. So before my children turn eighteen, before let me let me give you one to So there's this just about how should mothers always post about their newborn babies? Because guess what, in especially in America, what people are doing is people are taking credits, people are stealing babies' identities. And taking credits and, and, you know, doing a whole lot of scam for children that are not even 18 because guess what? Their full name, their date of birth, their favorite colors, their first school, their parents are putting it on social media. So you'll be 18 and you want to get your first credit card and they'll tell you, oh, you have a credit score of 101. How? Ah, well, two years ago you like, and you're like, I wasn't even, I don't understand. Oh, seven years ago, I was still a baby. How would I have gone and collected a credit? Didn't did you now see a, a generation of people who would be in so many issues because of that, because of how much you are disclosing on social media? Because guess what? Some, for somebody to hack you, they don't need to go far. Their first point of call is most likely your social media because linkedin shows where you work when you started your your, your job yep. right Um, to your when you started your birthday on your birthday so day you posted that picture Abby. we
0: just leave all these bread so bre-
1: we have many photos of ourselves so facial recognition is not even a big deal if we need if they need to use your, your your pupils to unlock a device <laughs> so if somebody wants to hack you if they're really serious so about hacking you and they just go through three or four of your social media pro they have all the information they need. So you know those social security questions that they used to ask. You know how to find now. So what are we saying? So, like the question, let me go back to my question. So, how what are some of the changes we can do personally? Because we might think it's not a big deal, it's just social media, but it is a big deal. What are some of the things that we can do, Adrian? What are some of the things that you have done? So, first of all, reduce your psychological stress because all these news are reading from Nigeria is social media. Because I'm not sure you're reading the news or you listen to, uh, you listen to CNN or BBC social media. That's what what social said, like,
0: media. Um, so, there's
1: psychological stress, right? And there's also reducing your footprint, your breadcrumbs, your, on social media. So that it doesn't come back to biting in your ass. Yes. So, what do I do?
0: I, so I use social media for a lot of things news, uh, security stuff you know bookstagram stuff those are generally what i use um, and a little bit of gossip if we're being honest (laughs) (laughs) before if we're being honest yeah but outside of that how do i you know what changes do i make i try sometimes so what i do is if i start feeling like i've been on on social media for a long time, I tried to turn off. I tried to, you know, get lost in a good book, like do something else, like leave my phone. And then also recently, I suddenly, I don't know why I've been so afraid to do this before, because I, I'm, I'm that person that if you text me, I want to reply immediately. I want to be there. I'm like, just send, send hi now. I'm responding mm-hmm. hi. But what I started doing recently was putting my phone on silent. So I do not hear that notification. I'm not inclined to, like if I'm watching TV or I'm reading a book and my phone is on silent, I'm not inclined to reach for my phone because I'm lost in something else. You know, sometimes I just put my phone down and I go play a game. Um, The other thing I do is, and this is a personal thing, every now and then, and maybe this is the security side of me coming out, every now and then I Google my phone name and I see what pulls up. And then Hmm. I actively try, if, if there are sites I don't use, I actively try to go delete my account. There's sometimes that I've not seen the delete option for an account. I've never done that. Oh, I, I do that a lot. And I sometimes I even have to email the company like, hey, I have an account on your site. I would like to delete it. I don't see the option to delete it. Could you delete it from your end for me? And then occasionally I will go back and check again and I've I've had a company come back to tell me like yes, oh um thank you for reaching out to us. We've gone ahead and deleted it and I gave it like two weeks and I searched my name again. And my name didn't come up and I knew that they had really deleted it, right? So I try to do that occasionally, search my name, what comes up. I try to curate what my online presence is that way. Um, and then like, um, when I, for my Facebook account, which I'm going to delete very soon because I've been playing with that idea for a while is I also went to my privacy settings and I unchecked it from finding me when you search for me on search engines. Because on, hmm. on my Facebook, I have my full name. So normally if you search for my full name, it need to pull up my Facebook page. But I went in and I disabled that feature. So don't pull up Facebook that way, right? Yeah. And then for the longest time, I was private on like Instagram. So you couldn't find me on Instagram as well. It's just because of my book stuff and this podcast now that you can find me there. But even there, I'm very careful with what I post about myself online. Very careful, very, very careful with that. I I'm not one who likes to put too much of my stuff online. I like that if you know me, you know me. Um so it would be I, I or I believe this way that if you go online, if you go look at my profiles online, you can tell some parts, some things about me, but you cannot tell a lot. Like you can tell I'm into books, you can tell I'm into cybersecurity, but you can't tell yeah. much more outside of that, right? Say, for example, you looked at my LinkedIn, you probably know where I work. You also know I'm in the security sphere, but you cannot tell much more about me outside of that, right? Mm. So I I try to keep, those are the little things I do to curate my space and, you know, the way I take up space online and what personal information is available about me online. I try to do that a lot um and also to be fair i also need to be eligible for security clearance so i don't need shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> you go girl so,
0: so those are some of the things i do and again i i also try not to take social media too seriously especially in the context of likes and comments and stuff like that i try not to take it too seriously like when i start when i joined a bookstagram and i will post book reviews and stuff like that online pictures quotes those kind of things mm-hmm. um every anytime i feel myself feeling this pressure of oh my god i haven't posted in a week my last Mm. day i did not have a lot of engagement whenever i feel that way you know what i actively do i don't push into it i pull out if i feel that way i make sure that for the next week i don't post anything because i don't want to unconsciously train my mind to respond to social media pressure where I haven't posted anything. And then I start feeling like, oh, you have to post now, you have to post now, you have to post now. I'm like, no. I First, I remind myself why I joined that space. I joined that space because I wanted to connect with people who loved books as much as I do. I wanted to be able to post things when I want to because reading gives me joy. And I don't want the pressures of social media to take that away from me. So whenever I start feeling that pressure of, I haven't posted in a while, I haven't posted in a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. So I, I take, I take a break. I might post stories, I might look at people's posts, but I will not post anything for myself. So that when I post something, it's because I want to post it. Not because I feel obliged to post it. So those are just the little things I do. But what about you? What do you, what do you do? I know you say you delete the app sometimes.
1: Sometimes take
0: breaks. Honestly, sometimes Aisha takes so long breaks from social media that I will be like, "Babe, did you see that thing?" And she's like, "Adey, nope,
1: I'm not browsing on social, social media."
0: <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, let me catch you up since you're my friend. Let me <laughs> Thank let me, you Aisha would not know a lot of things like What but that's it So and I, I like that you give yourself that time off because I know sometimes people feel this pressure, this pull social media and i like that funny enough most of my friends and i just realized most of my friends are so not social media people they're like "Yeah, i'm there today i'm not there for the next two months and i i I like that because it kind of keeps me grounded as well
1: so i honestly like most of the things that you do i i do as well um i think one of the major my first point of call is turn off location services on social media like um from a cq just like paranoid because i've heard of people using sorry i tried
0: to cut you there's this beautiful Mm -hmm. thing apple does when it comes to those location services and feel free to correct me if i'm wrong but this is what i've discovered so far is sometimes with certain apps that use location it would ask you when you want to use the app allow location service allow only while in app or whatever whatever so usually I, i allow location only while i'm in the app because that's when Mm -hmm. I need the location service anyway. Only
1: when using app, yeah. Only when
0: using app would that thing trip up and, like, use my location. Outside of that, please, let's be guided. Um,
1: True, true. And sometimes, like, I I think in in Android, I feel like that was a recent of, like, maybe not too recent, like, like oh, uh, two days ago, it, yes. Now I, I didn't
0: have it. You know, now have I've it I've seen stuff.
1: it in some apps. Yeah, oh, like nice. when I opened where there's like doing security set. But I don't think this was true like one or two years ago, right? No, so and I be wrong. I correct an me if it's wrong. Uh actually now they'll tell you only you know um enable um location services only when using app and you can select that select that option but it wasn't true for the most time so back then i know i had to actively go not just like turn off your location like go into the app itself instagram facebook Turn it off. Say no. Don't allow. Don't allow. Like just turn it off.
0: A long time ago there was I can't remember there was an app I randomly went into that I do not use microphone for. Like it's not a it's not an app, but I saw that my microphone was turned up for it. So sometimes I go through my app settings and I check off anything I feel should mm, not be.
1: What are permissions do they have? Yeah, you know, exactly, principle of least privilege. Thank you. Like what permissions? Why does this permission need to be exactly. for this app when I don't use this feature? Why?
0: Still, speaking the security speak. i I'm, I'm learning mis-prevent. from you. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm, I'm proud learning. of you. I'm proud of you. Okay.
1: Let's go so, so yeah, so things like that, and also like I've gone and unlinked. Like, you, like I don't know, but Facebook has this feature where you don't know, but it's automatic. They link you, you to, to other apps. apps. Yes, I've I've done some, that as well. Some um, when I saw the when I went and checked one and I saw leaves I said, which leaves contact even Google
0: has that if you even to your Google. Google privacy I went in the other day and I saw that there were some apps that were set to use Google and I went in and I Sister. unlinked all of them yeah
1: and then I please people I, I practice uh, social media health for my mental health once I see you're posting something that does not tally and is giving me a health perpetuation I unfollow you or I rest- if I know I cannot follow you I restrict you
0: I, I do it two ways. If you are a consistent non-post uh, posting things that I don't want to see on my timeline, I, c- I could remove you one. Or if you're someone that I was following before and I was enjoying you and suddenly I don't seem to enjoy you anymore, I cannot follow. But then the second part of it is if I feel like most of the time you're okay, but then there's this period, like whatever is going on in your life, that period is making you post whatever it is you're posting, I would go in and uh, mute that person. I would mute you, mute you for a while, so I would not see your post for a while. And then if I remember, I could uh, unmute you. And if I see it's still on that trend, then I, could, I would unfollow you. So sometimes yeah. I would mute people for, for a period of time just so that I can cleanse my cleanse my mind, right? And then continue.
1: And those apps help, right? Those those apps that tell you how much screen time you've been having, how much hours you've been spending. I think yeah, maybe does, if you can, when you see, enable it, because even Android has that much, default. Then yeah you maybe it to that. let you know how bad of a problem it is even if you think it's not a problem just try it just open android has that certain way to tell you it's how either. many my old hours phone, I you spent
0: i didn't before did, my old phone did it's it, i think it's feature. a new so thing what i did was i downloaded an app that did specifically that yeah but yeah so like if your phone doesn't have that feature there are a lot of free apps you can download that will do that tracking for you
1: so let's move on. Like so, I mean, like, see, we can talk more and more about social media, but let's let's move on and let's talk a little bit about bullying because it's a big part of social media. Um, we might not spend too much time on it, but like, let's let's just touch on touch on it. AJ, what do you think
0: of social media bullying.
1: Yes, like cyber bullying, social media bullying. Yeah. Like so
0: that. what I've come to realize when it comes to cyber bullying and bullying in general is that sometimes people, a lot of people are miserable in their own lives. And so they project onto other people. And the best way for them to do this is online because some of those people cannot say certain things to your face, right? Mm-hmm. But they are keyboard warriors, which means that they are very good with typing and just, you know, hey, this this is happening and this is happening or we'll cut someone out and stuff like that. And And it's a thing that people are getting increasingly bolder to do that. Like, and and the, the reason, part of the reason why I don't get it is like you go on someone else's page, right? People, yes, you could say people have the right to post what they want, but then you go on someone else's page, especially when the post has nothing to do with you and it's not political. You go on the someone's page just to criticize the person that, why would you wear that top? Your stomach looks big. Or why would you do that color hair? It doesn't suit you. Like this person did not ask your opinion. So I think that bullying comes from people feeling inadequate in their own lives and then projecting that onto someone else. It's true. How
1: miserable projecting do you have to be?
0: A lot of people are miserable. For How whatever miserable do you
1: have to be to go on somebody's post where they just post a picture of themselves and I'll be like, eh, you think you're fine. See the size of your fupa. See the, see your see your stretch mask. Not, please cover this thing. nonsense. Like, it's so, if you don't have, I always have this thing, if you don't have anything good to say, jump and pass. It's not, it's not for jump you, it's not for everybody. That person likes it for themselves. You do just it. jump and, you should restrict it if you don't want to see it. It's if not,
0: it, look, some people will keep, keep following you. They will keep following you. They won't
1: follow, person. if I, yes, they will follow you. But every time you post something, they will just be. But what
0: does that speak be, to? That speaks to that at some, some level. They want to be like you. They want to have the courage you have to do what you do, to post what you post, say what you say. But at the same time, they cannot. So what happens? Is they end up resenting you for it. Resenting you for doing or having that thing that they want. And so they would not unfollow you for that reason because at the same time, they want to, they see want to what keep track.
1: Mm. They want to keep
0: track. Yeah, it's, it's, My a, it's a crazy mind, almost like a mind, twisted mind game kind of situation. And those people, honestly, seek therapy and seek help because.
1: Yeah, no, that's, okay.
0: That's all I really can and say. And we say this about. from a place of. And, and yeah, and it's also the thing of hurt people hurt people, right?
1: Mm.
0: These people there, again, like I but said. But still, you know,
1: don't even have, know these people from anywhere. Do they
0: care? They don't. They don't. All they, all they are saying, all they are doing is projecting whatever, um, life insecurities or whatever you know the 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 state of their own lives onto someone else like That's i don't simple as that
1: like some you know some people will argue that uh, if you don't want people to comment on it then don't post at all or don't yeah don't but put
0: i'm it posting up. on my page is it on my own me. account is it you on my page have to, like if you don't follow me you're not going to see anything i post so why me. does it bother you so much when someone else posts something, like when when some, it's one thing to disagree with maybe something someone says, but disagree with sense, don't disagree and go with insults. You can have a a conversation of disagreement, and if the person doesn't agree with you, you could just not comment anymore. You know, you could you could just let it be. But no, people always resort to name callings and bashing and all of that like people just transfer their aggression from work their aggression from family aggression from life they just transfer it into someone most of the time it's just transferred aggression of something that has nothing to do with you i remember there's this lady i follow she had posted something on uh she had posted a youtube video and um she she was still new into the youtube thing and before she when she interviewed her guest, she sometimes she sometimes sometimes talks over them a lot And she, she, she had been working on it, right? And under this post where she barely said three words in the, in the video, this person comes and says, Oh, here you go again. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, "Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I don't know what you mean by this. Like, I barely said anything. And then like a couple of days later, the, the commenter came back and replied like, yeah, sorry, my bad. I was just, you know, having a rough day. But what has that got to do with someone else? Go have your rough day by yourself. Like eat, eat some ice cream, watch some movies. You know, go do some exercise to exact energy. Mm. Why come on someone else's page to cost like that you don't know to to cost someone else to have a bad day because you are having one.
1: And it's it's like I, like people always say like we need you know to check ourselves a bit, more. babe. We need to understand that we're human beings, even on social media. We're still human beings. And so when I see people go on celebrity pages, like I know, like I know DJ Co- Copy has been like. Really being like the receiver of back, because people think she has money, so she's not supposed to like. Oh, she's from a rich family; she has money, so whatever bashing she gets, um, is the least she can get because she has money. So she's not supposed to have feelings. Like, do you like know how like you can somebody can receive even if someone just tells me a bat. Especially what people like us that words are very important to. Like, you just to so just go and just random out of nowhere just insult your, ex- your existence or just read you for fields. It does. These people are human beings. It sometimes it hurts. It affects like yeah you might be think about this thing you're saying to somebody else if it was me and someone told me how will it make me feel put yourself in people's shoes like let's be kind to each other even on social media let's give each other grace even on social media
0: yeah give each other grace you know be kind
1: and now let me let me now tell you that. People who are trolls, who are wicked, who think that they are wicked. Let me tell you. They're they, 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 gone are the days where you think you can just say things randomly on social media and you think it will not have repercussion. Gone are the days. Gone are the days you think you can do whatever you like and you think it will not come back to haunting your personal life because your digital life is separate. <laughs> News for you, go Hey, what I go? I have news for you. I know I'm not sure I'm speaking the well, but and that's, that's seriously, Guess what? That's These true. days, the jobs that you get, they go and do back your background check involves a social media check. They go through your history, not just what you post, but like what you've commented on other people's
0: posts. Babe, did I tell you right now if you're applying for a US visa? They ask for something ah, to yeah, so, be handle.
1: Yes, yeah, so. And even if you don't give them, you see, they can't find this. If they put your full name and they put some other keywords, you see, they will not find you. Sit down there. Sit down there. Let not be roasting you. You see, and, and even, you know, there were times where some people uh, put some racist remarks on social media. And guess what? Somebody just tagged the employer. See what your employee is saying. And those people have lost their livelihoods there are people who have applied there was one post i saw somebody had like very homophobic they were very vocal about their homophobic comments and their homophobia on social mm-hmm. media and then they now applied for university they even got they' got a scholarship oh, guess what the school rescinded their offer why because somebody pointed out to the school that oh this is the person you want to um, to to give scholarship look at the things that are said that person mm-hmm. lost it. Okay. So if you think that you can go and continue be a menace you and you think it will not come back to haunt you, on you one day. day. It will not come back to haunt you one day. Let Sinander, let's come be roasting you. <laughs> and that's why some people they either they private their accounts or they they know because they know the evils they do or they go and start deleting posts that they know can come and hunt them because it's okay to have some views in like 10 years ago but have changed your ways right but sometimes you can come and punch in the ass ask uh, this guy and this uh, comedian um kevin Kevin hart
0: Hart. ask him with that one though i think um I'm still not. No, I'm not I know some
1: things are extreme, like, you know, yeah. I'm just saying, like. No, I get
0: what you mean, but what I wanted to add to that was just with all of, even with what people say online, Um, sometimes I tend to also give grace just to give people room to grow. Like, you could say something, like, if you say something and someone comes and corrects you and says, that's not it, instead of doubling down like most people would do, I would say, take a step back go do more research and see are you right or are you wrong are you just repeating something you heard someone else say did you do your own research to find out if it's true like sometimes before you say stuff online fact check fact check stuff google is i I was just about to say google is free technically it's free but we already addressed that at the beginning of this episode but google stuff there are resources out there research and see see you know, fact check stuff before you say. It. Don't just say it because. Oh my God, this person said it has to be true. You know, but Aisha is also right. So,
1: so yeah, like I just feel like people need to be kinder, right? Like I, I, I like you know people who they've de- dedicated themselves to being trolls. Like really, really, you don't really have. You're really that miserable. Like and and I remember like again, babe. Like I don't want to. I don't want to digress. But I remember there was one post. One celebrity posted a picture of his daughter turning eighteen. I can't remember. I think it was Peter Joche's son posting. I, I think it was, was the Peter one.
0: Oh, no, no, not was, his, his,
1: himself. It is his son, like posting the oh, post of yeah, his daughter yeah, that yeah. was turning people, eighteen. or yeah, and then you disgusting. now saw we now saw men who seem, shamelessly commenting that yes, she finally ripe. See her, see her breasts—they've started developing. We're coming for her, like. And then you then you now look at because technically that showed a mindset of. I don't want to say the average man or the average Nigerian man. I don't want to be too extreme and say that that's it. But imagine the mindset. And this is not one person commenting. You're having like 10, 15 people doing something, saying something hideous, similar in that way. And then you're like, is this, because these are people tend to show their true colors. It's like, so is this what people are thinking? Is this how their mind is? Then where are we going to go? What's there for the future? If people are like, the mindset is like this. The shock in my blood. Ah, if it's not if I was that guy's for, girl's father, I would have already been scared. That wow, that means maybe I need to get security operatives. Like, no, this is not talking about people that have received death threats. So, like, this can go on and on, baby. We can go on and on, and on and on. We can, we can. It's,
0: it's we have a social media
1: problem. We have a we problem. Do
0: have. So we have a problem. So I think what we are trying to say at the end of the day is. Be more cognizant of what you do online. Be cognizant of how much you spend online. Go watch that social media dilemma. Documentary. Social
1: dilemma on Netflix. Social
0: dilemma documentary on Netflix. You know, try to see how you can clean your online presence. Try to be kinder when you're online. You know, try, just try to be better. And also, also fact check things you see on social media. Because the way the algorithm works is depend on what you like that will push similar stuff to you. So it might not necessarily be a propaganda of sort. It's just the way the algorithm works. It's machine learning. Whatever you like, it's going to recommend more of the same stuff. But watch that documentary. Read more. Try to spend less time on your phones and connect to people physically. Be in the moment. Be present. When you are present, it's okay to put your phone out. Maybe some people do this thing where you know they don't bring their phone into their bedroom. Mm, I've heard could, of that. You could implement that yourself. Put your phone on silence more so that you don't hear notifications. Turn off your notifications for those apps so that you're not constantly hooked on going to look into them. Yeah. And then, you know, if you are people, if you are part of, if you work in a place where you're, you can lend your voice into stuff, lend your voice to, to, you know, regulating social media, to having some form of regulations there that would protect the users yeah and i think that's that's about it um aisha do you have anything else to add there you just
1: summarized it perfectly i couldn't have said anything else
0: awesome then. thank you so guys <laughs> you can you can send us an email at contact at dot learning.com if you have anything you would like us to talk about if you want to comment on something you can also, of course, follow us on social media because it's the thing. <laughs> you can find us at, at Rogue on Learning on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You can also find me Adro at Adriel X Mary on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Aisha at AishaXBelo at Instagram and Twitter. So if you send us a message, a message and we don't respond on time, know that we are taking some social media time off. So. <laughs> yes. And so on that note, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye.